0: What a night!
1: Oh my gosh, last night make me made me so happy for North Carolina hip hop in general. Like the scene is on fire right now. Also, you know, Jay Cole's new album Kod just dropped. Coolie high, never come down. Amazing album, amazing show, and a great lineup of all locals: Mbala, 3 A.M., and Giyamazawa holding it down.
0: Love that guy. So, yeah, that was. Uh, I'm t- I'm like exhausted from yeah. uh, from last night's show.
1: Exhausted, but like on a high of happiness, yeah, like you feel yeah, good, right? Yeah. yeah, that's totally how I feel.
0: Uh, you went to the Pin Oak Friday night, if i I'm did. Not mistaken, and saw Slums and Trandall, some other mm-hmm, folks mm-hmm. Uh, at that show, uh, private dance party. So you had even more to do this weekend than I did. I, I know.
1: I wound up getting to, I think we talked about six events last week. I got to four, which I got to everything on Friday in Durham, third Friday, and then private dance party, and then uh, Cooley High last night.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well done. Thanks. Marathon runner, Mandy.
1: You know. Woo! Crushing it. <laughs> what
0: did you think of the show last night? I, I thought 3AM was pretty awesome. Yeah,
1: we were talking about how they kind of, 3AM had this um, they sound, because mm-hmm. he played with a live band, so it had this rock element to it, which was really great, and he did. He had a live drummer, live guitar, um, all that kind of stuff, and it was really cool. I thought that was great, and I agree with you. They, I love, if you guys don't know they already, you should check them out, listen to them. They're from L.A., and they are super cool. Their um, most recent album, which I'm totally blanking on the name right now, I listened to nonstop for like a month.
0: Yeah, Motley Crue yes. is like Oof, my favorite song. song. From them. You yeah, right. we were trying That's to, we were, we were going back, uh, trying to think of like rap rock crossover stuff. And um, <laughs> we're failing for a minute there. And there's like Linkin Park. A lot of, yeah, a lot of Linkin Park. And, <laughs> um, so we wanted to do 3 AM more justice. Mm. Oh, Lil Wayne, yeah, for uh, Lil like Wayne. six months. <laughs> Um, so we, yeah, we're finally able to nail down a appropriate comp in they we think, let yes. us know, uh, go yes. check out 3am's music. Ace, our friend, Ace Henderson got on there to do a feature, he did which I didn't expect. That was awesome. He was kind of just hanging behind the stage with a mic for a while. I was like, Wait, oh,
1: Ace. that's Ace. Yeah. He played, he got on a track with 3am. Yeah. You missed it, Holland.
0: No. And it was great. So <laughs> I don't know if this was on purpose or not. It seems like it wasn't. Uh, but something was wrong with the mix during the set, and they, they had to cut it and get whatever stuff straightened out with the sound. And Ace just did his whole verse acapella and killed and it, it too. Really? Yeah, yeah it was killed amazing. it. He, I mean, he, they they did get a. Uh, <laughs> Voice. they did get uh some drums going for him they had a little bit of a baseline but mm-hmm. it wasn't the original mix that they were playing no. and he just did his thing acapella and it was yeah. so cool to see in that moment them be willing to expose himself a little bit mm-hmm. uh you know again if it was um it was definitely that, accidental yeah. for sure and the crowd give them that energy back to be mm-hmm. like oh you know like we're still feeling this like do your thing we're still rocking with you so that was really cool to see. Um, yeah. Like that was my first time seeing 3AM. So I, I would definitely go back and, and see him again. Yeah.
1: That was my first time seeing 3AM, I think, uh, in a full set. I had seen him with some other artists. He'd performed with Tune before, and I'd seen him there. Um, and I knew him under his previous name as well, or previous title moniker. Alias. Alias. What? Which was Nick News. So I knew him um, back then when he was younger. Princess. Yeah. Um, actually, Sleem and I did a, a music video with him and another guy. Back in the day, probably nice. like five, six years ago. <laughs> okay. So man, yeah. he's got some yeah. matches
0: on his belt for sure in the scene. And then Imbala came on right after three AM and we were saying how her outfit and with with her backup dancers yeah. like this like shiny gold Gold uh,
1: lamé pant like yeah. thing happening, which was like beautiful, and I was like, How do I get those for myself? But still <laughs> to her after the show and she said that she was drunk. <laughs> oh no. I, I could
0: kinda believe I, that. Yeah. She looked she seemed a little um, unsure of herself and it Mm -hmm. it didn't it wasn't like it ruined the show but and she even mentioned how she has only been performing for so long. And she's
1: really just been doing mu- music for two years, and I think this is, you know, she's had a handful of performances. This was a big venue for her, like a big stage for her to be on. She was super appreciative of that. I could definitely tell that. Um, I thought it was a great set. Yeah, I'm I, looking forward to seeing her get everything more in tune and unlock, and then moving forward, seeing what she does. Because I think she's very talented. Yeah, of course, they had you know.
0: a nice like 90s, early 2000s R&B, like female R&B group vibe. Yeah. You don't really see as much now. I mean, I guess people saw uh, some throwback to that during the Beyonce yep. Coachella set because she had Destiny's Child mm-hmm. out there. But um, yeah, not a lot of art, female R&B rap artists these days are really doing that type of style mm-hmm. uh, with the choreographed dance mm-hmm. and all that. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed that from Mbala. And then right after her, G Amazawa,
1: like two bro- weekends in a row. I know, but like something about the energy, I think everyone is super into it. And honestly, I mean, props to G. I felt like people were there to see him. Like he was bringing people to the show, not taking away from Cooley. We talked about that but, a little bit, Alex, who's yeah. uh,
0: in the building with us this morning. What's up? Uh, yeah, we were wondering about the breakdown of who uh, who might be here for G yeah. as you know the, he's the headliner in their yeah. in their minds, um, which is, would be kind of surprising. I mean, I, I do think that G obviously has a huge fan base, um, and it wouldn't be surprised if he had his own contingent of fans. But yeah. I would be surprised if they. Didn't also know and appreciate Cooley High because I feel yeah. like there's a lot of overlap in their music. I will
1: agree with you on the overlap, but I'm really wondering. I did notice, like I've seen him, I've seen G do North CAC in front of audiences and it not go as big for the audience. And last night, I felt like people were so hype for North CAC comparatively to some crowds I've seen. So even lo- you're saying local lo- crowds, lo- local crowds, yeah. even local crowds. So I'm I'm curious to know if like you know. P- that really did, that was reaching an audience in the Raleigh area um, that may or may not have known about Cooley High in the last, you know. I mean, Cooley's been around forever, and I love them and fangirl for them so hard. Right. But if you just moved to North Carolina, you heard that song, you heard North Cat last summer, you might be into G. That's, that's you know probably what I mean? one of the
0: yeah, biggest things that you know about yeah. North Carolina yeah. music. Cooley mm-hmm. High, as much as they play, you know, some of the local festivals, they're yeah. not really... Um, you know their their album before this one was 2015, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So, you know they're not so like cranking out a ton of singles. Yeah. Or if they're touring, it's mostly local, um, and they kind of had their set down for a while there. So, um, yeah, I mean props to G again, two weekends in a row. Crushed. Cats Cradle it. last weekend, uh, opening for Cooley High this week, and I did think that his set was going to be more well received than the one at Cats Cradle, just yes. because it was more of a local audience. Yes. You know, it was all local artists on this. Totally. Bill. Um, so yeah, really glad. There he was that to NC pride out. in the house for yeah. sure. You could feel that. Yeah, and then the uh, the headliner, Gentlemen Cooley of Cooly High. Jeez.
1: And the lovely lady Rhapsody did make an appearance during grinning, and I was I was crossing my fingers. I wasn't. I didn't get my hopes too high, but then she came out and did it, and I was like, yes. I didn't I was expect that. So excited that, to be I, honest. I kind of did. I was like, they they've got to. She's got to be here.
0: Mm. Mm, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I was ready for it. I, I didn't get my hopes. I was on Mandy's. Yeah. So I was like ready, but not too like set on it. Yes, so exactly. I, and then I was crazy.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. That's how it was. I was like, I could see her being in the house, I could see ninth being in the house, like just, you know, hanging in the back. And if this was the night to do it, the album release would be the time for them to have her hop on stage. Yeah. And so. it's not
0: that she um the, she's not being tied down by like an extensive tour no, uh, but, or, or anything like that. So I mean, obviously she's a super busy woman yeah. and, but yeah. you know, like this is a great opportunity for her to, yeah. to come back and and uh, do a big for the boys.
1: And it was, yeah, it was super fun. And just to see their chemistry on stage again as a whole, and they, did I think.
0: New, they did nine new, so they did nine new tracks from the new yes. album and then did some throwbacks yeah. as well. I was, yeah. uh, needling digits about, What's what the throwback songs they were going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, because they have a you know, pretty extensive catalog at this point, so yeah. I was curious, like, okay, what are you guys going to pull from mm-hmm. from old songs to really tether the set together? And I, I was pleasantly surprised, or maybe not surprised, but I was uh, happy. I was, yeah, I was very happy. I enjoyed happy. the songs that they yes. did do, um, especially they did Suave and then Under the Sun back mm-hmm. to back. And those we talked about this, Mandy, how just like swaggy and groovy Heights yes. was, yes. and how it is a departure a little bit on never come down yeah. uh but still the same yeah. you know it doesn't it didn't feel like they were doing they were two totally different groups doing their old stuff and their no, new stuff it definitely there was a cohesion there
1: mm-hmm. and even though never come down was a new album i liked that they did a couple like uh charlie brought in um uh i'm totally blank on the name but he did it brought it in acapella Oh my gosh I can like sing it in my head. Oh the song. Yeah. Uh, voila. Yeah, gosh. Yeah. It was like oh V. That's why we have Alex yeah. Here. I was thinking Twice. I was thinking Deja Vu and I was like no it's a V but voila he brought in <laughs> voila like acapella and like just kind of did it and I thought that was cool. I liked that they were even at the release show kind of mixing it up and giving us new different versions of the songs um, which was really cool.
0: Yeah. And they did a little bit more um, in between songs as well. They did like Tab was doing some fun stuff with the crowd, yeah. and uh, I think he
1: uh, was um, <laughs> freestyling for a yeah. second. He did do a freestyle, yeah. right? And we
0: talked about that with G too, just yeah. about um, you know how how much better the totality of the set has become, mm-hmm. in, especially in between songs, mm-hmm. being able to keep that crowd energy high. There's you can kind of tell when someone has achieved a th- certain threshold as a performer, yes, when they don't have to ask the crowd, you know what their energy level yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. To you know, yeah. are they how how often yeah. or how much they yeah, yeah how much they're rocking with you. It's, it's like just it's you kind of just know as an artist you can you feel know it.
1: and then you engage you don't ask it's not an ask of the audience it's I'm just going to flow with the audience and work with them and engage them and not not you know it's not a question response kind of thing it's just like hey let's you know rock with me and do whatever and i think that's really great yeah i think
0: for g it comes from his spoken word background we've said this before just because you don't have music you have to try that much more Mm. to engage with your audience Mm -hmm. and to really pull them in and then with coolie hide they're veterans they've done such veterans yeah so yeah it was an awesome awesome set uh Tab announced that he's got another kid, yeah. another tablet on the Tablet 2.0. Yeah, so uh, super excited for him uh, to see his uh, family grow and and congratulations to the, those guys. Yeah. I, I he said he was choking up on the mic. And again, I didn't know if that was a bit or if he no, was No, like, I think
1: he was actually genuinely serious. emotional about being very thankful for everyone coming out to the show. And to your point, I mean, they haven't had music in a little while. And I think yeah. knowing that they can get a full crowd at lincoln theater in raleigh you know like they're not hometown. losing momentum yeah. in these gaps between and people releases. still love them and show them love and yeah. i think as an artist that's got to feel really nice you yeah. know like absolutely um, but they totally deserve it again never come down It's an amazing album last night was so cool and i do feel really great about the north carolina scene right now
0: so shout out to north carolina hip-hop music let's get into it
2: baby,
1: I'm about Welcome to the Rundown, your weekly judge of the best shows and events to check out around the triangle this coming week, April 23rd to 29th. But as you can tell with our intro, which is a little more of a recap of last night, how we feel about North Carolina scene, we're doing it a little different this week. We're kind of switching it up. We actually gonna talk about our main show is gonna be May first, so that we wanna talk about it this week because by the time if we talked about it next week it would be happening the next day, not giving people a chance to buy tickets if you were interested. Um, which you will be. Which you will be, and we have an interview with them, which is great. So on May first at Motorco, Matt Clown and Sonny, two South Korean rappers, um, actually very big in South Korea, they've been touring all month in the states, and their last tour stop is going to be at Motorco in Durham. Um, Twenty five dollars in advance, thirty dollars day of. The show is at eight PM. Um, doors at seven. But it's really cool. They're traveling with another um, Korean-American artist, Sobe, and going to have our local friend, who we talked about earlier, Ace Henderson, will be opening for them as a local act.
0: And San E grew up here. So yes. um, so he's maybe more familiar with the American scene yeah. than, uh, than Mad Clown. Yeah, but so that interview was fun.
1: It was uh, fun. The, the, they, they both have ties to the United States. I think Mad Clown was born here but then has basically grown up in South Korea and Sonny from South Korea and then spent parts of his youth and went to college here in the States. So um, whether or not, you know, they have super close ties, but they definitely both have, you know, family and stuff here, which is really cool that they can make this tour happen. I think this is actually the largest tour that a South Korean um, act has had in the United States that I can, that I'm aware of, at least on a large scale. Um, because they have traveled all across the country. Most of the time, artists internationally anywhere are only going to go to major cities and more specifically, LA, New York, pretty much. Yeah, um, so it's
0: awesome that we get uh, to have them in Durham for their last tour stop. It's yeah. pretty, uh, Super pretty unique. Super fun. Yeah, and it's pretty cool to have um, another set of uh, Korean or, or Asian-American mm-hmm. artists uh, playing locally. We saw... A couple weeks ago, the Dumbfounded show um, with the Year of the Ox and uh, Nafla and then G on that bill as well. Um, So yeah, I don't know. It's a super cool time to be uh, in the area listening to music, going out to shows uh, from international artists. So we're going to...
1: We're going to play. So just so you guys know, we did an interview. So we're going to actually play that interview that we did with them last week. Um, be forewarned, little translation difference here. English to, you know, Korean. Very endearing. Us, but it's super endearing. They were so nice to sit down with us. Um, give us the time for that call. And we really appreciate it. And yeah, here you go.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: Hey guys, what's up? How are you guys doing? Thanks for calling in.
4: Thank you for calling hey, in. Hello. <laughs>
1: so just so all of our listeners know, we've got Mad Clown, san and Sobe on the phone with us, calling from Seattle. They're going to be out here in Durham on May 1st at Motorco for a concert and we're super excited they're coming through town. Um, so we get to do a quick interview and Justin and I are super pumped for this special guest, guests. <laughs> All right, so let's get started. Um, really this question's for Mad Clown and Zani. How did you guys start working together? I know you've been um, on some tracks for the past couple years. Uh, yep. What kind of started that?
2: We
3: remember? You remember? Uh, we we were in a kind of same position, and uh, we both like uh, have many similarities, and uh, like we have uh like many hit songs, and um, we both rap. And we we both like all the singer, and I don't know, it just happened naturally.
1: Cool, uh, cool.
2: Yeah, yeah, we had lots of stuff in common.
1: Nice. And so stars just kind of aligned. You guys met up, and we're like, let's do some music together. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. So I know you guys are at have ties United States in multiple different ways. How did this tour come about? Um, It's been going on for almost a month, correct? And you guys, I think, have done more tours than most Korean artists that I've ever heard of coming to the U.S. True. 19 19 cities, right? That is a lot of cities. A lot. (laughs) How did that happen? Were you guys just like, we want to do this? We want to get out to the States and do a big tour?
2: How do we start this tour? Kublai? The agent? Of course it was the agent guy.
4: I feel like both of them thought that it was a great opportunity to sort of reach out to an international fan base because as you know, Tanya and Matt Khan are already top of the line rappers in Korea. Definitely. And there was a high demand, especially in the She's United States. So, Fair. I feel like this is an amazing opportunity for them to meet the
0: international fans in person. And how did, this is Justin here, how did you get attached to the tour, uh, being able to go to these 19 plus cities with them?
4: Um, well, my label received contact from both of them, and I heard that they were looking for a Korean American singer songwriter. So, uh was so bad. It's a huge honor, I mean, as you know, I mean, it's a huge huge honor for me, and um, I've been learning so much from them on the tour. They're so humble, they're so talented, they're so professional, so, um, yeah, it's been an amazing experience, to say the least.
1: Awesome. I bet it's been super cool. You know, touring always seems like it would be awesome, from my perspective, as, you know, just a video creative person. (laughs) Oh, um, so, I mean, this is kind of a question for all of you guys. I know K-pop is like such a cultural monster these days. It's really taken over the world. Um, and I feel like the rise of rap in Korea has been really consistent over the last five years or so. I mean, it's been longer than that, but definitely so much bigger now. Um, what is the rap scene like in Korea? And like, what are your personal journeys been for all of that? What
2: is rapping like in Korea? Yeah. Pretty much the same thing. You talk about life, you know, there's this storm you have, you know?
1: Totally, totally. What's Okay, so I guess I'm kind of getting to, like, what's the scene like in Korea? It's, like, epic, it's huge, it's... um, Do you think it's equally as big in the United States? I know it's definitely super popular. These days, like, little kids talk about
2: some social issues and mental problems. Yeah. Some real deep.
1: Kind I was of, surprised. you were surprised. Kind of, I, I would. I feel like that's a really big theme, especially like with artists like Logic and stuff like that. With songs like the One Eight Hundred song, all that kind of stuff is huge. True.
0: How much did uh, your time in the states as a kid influence uh, your music? Either you know when you first started, or even now, how much does uh, American hip hop influence the music that you guys make?
3: Yeah. Most of
0: them. In in what in what ways does it influence you? Is it like is it the beats? Is it what the rappers are saying? Is it a mix of both? It's
2: pretty much everything. Some songs you get the vibe, some songs about lyrics, you know?
0: <laughs> are there any artists that you guys really look to for inspiration in the states? Um
3: like how I started started to rap because of like some of um, um, American hip artists like Tupac and Biggie and like ah, and Biggie. Yeah. the Greats.
0: And also now and I think um, it 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 applies to pretty much like every
3: rapper's every Korean rapper the same. Like they got influenced by they were influenced by like those um great American hip hop artists, like, um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Are there any new, like, newer artists that you guys are listening to, like Drake or Kendrick Lamar, anything, anybody like that? Uh,
3: yeah, of course, of course.
0: Yeah. Like, like every every new, like, I mean, uh, American artist
2: and those like who are who has big names like Drake and like, and Drake. Yeah. Kendrick. They're not even
1: new. They're like classics now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally.
0: Yeah, they're not even that new anymore. They've been in the scene for a while.
1: I mean, Kendrick just won a Pulitzer Prize, so that's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, just another question. So, SoBe, are you based out of L.A.?
4: Um, I'm actually currently based in Seoul, but my label is based in L.A. Okay. Okay. Cool. i been doing a lot of back and
1: forth. Yeah.
4: I was just curious
1: what it was like for, I guess, for all of you to be traveling to some smaller cities in the United States. Has it been, like, really cool to get to mix with a bunch of different fans? And have you gotten to see more of the states than you've ever seen before?
4: Oh, absolutely. And one thing that we were all discussing is how I feel like a lot of the smaller cities, artists just simply don't come through as much. So... We weren't expecting much, but the energy and sort of the audience reaction was, it blew us away, really. And they were just simply so grateful that we would swing uh, through to these smaller cities. So I honestly think, you know, like New York's always going to get the big part of Chicago, but the smaller cities really, the reception was
2: amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It so nice. But mm-hmm. So nice. Any any crazy stories or cool stories of um, fans you've met or things you guys have done on the road?
2: I remember one of the fans and like you know, man, found married. Yeah. And she said, she said she wanted to get married with again anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is crazy. So we're looking forward to seeing you guys here in a couple weeks. Um, just you know, being artist from international artist, when you come over here, is there something you hope your fans take away from every show? Is there something you want to make sure that you're you know something memorable you try to to do during your performances, or what do you want your fans to get after your show is finished?
2: me, it's like happiness, you know. Yeah. Have a good time together.
1: Awesome! Very cool. Is there anything you want to say to your fans out here in North Carolina that are coming to see you guys?
2: Oh my God, North Carolina!
1: (laughs) All right, awesome. Well, thanks for the time, you guys. We really appreciate it.
2: I.
4: Thank you so much for having us.
0: We'll see you guys soon.
3: Right, bye bye, bye. bye
1: again we really uh, want to thank mad clown sani and sobe for giving us the time last week to talk to us um, about their tour and about you know just a little bit of korean hip-hop in general um you guys were just listening to butterfly which is a track by mad clown and sani. so everyone if you have a chance you want to see some awesome international act come through town. Check out uh you can get tickets at motorco.com 25 in advance 30 day of May 1st of the show. Um I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, and they got a ton of music on SoundCloud or uh, Spotify mm-hmm. on the internet. Mm-hmm. So go track them down, listen to their catalog, uh, become familiar with their music. Again, I, you know, having been to the Dumbfounded show and seen Nafla do his set yeah. in a different language, I feel more comfortable kind of putting myself in that position and just like absorbing the music as is and not feeling like it has to be in English. So, um, so I'm looking forward to this set as well for that very same reason, just to get to see um, another culture do hip hop. Mm -hmm. Really excited about that. So again, yeah, go to motorco site, uh, grab those tickets uh, and we'll see you on May 1st. And then we got a couple more shows for you. We're just going to go really quickly uh, on Wednesday at Neptune's telepathy uh, producer set uh, with Tony G, Sunset Palette, Fugo, and Foot Rocket uh, will be playing. It's pretty chill. Um, you know, you're know, you not really going to turn up at this set, uh, but you will experience a pretty awesome uh, producers and some new music. I know Foot Rocket has uh, an album coming out soon mm-hmm. on Roundhouse, so uh, so he'd be a good person to check out. His stuff is actually a little bit more uh, dancey and upbeat. Nice. Uh, I'm really looking forward to his release. I saw him at the two-year anniversary party for Randy oh, House. Cool, and he cool. was probably my favorite set. So All right. That's good to know. To Foot Rocket.
1: And just a little background right there real quick. Telepathy is a monthly thing that happens. Sometimes it's rappers. Sometimes it's producers. But it happens every month at Neptunes. So keep your eye out um, and go check it out on Wednesday.
0: And then we've got Afro Pop on Saturday at The Vault at the Palace International. Um, that is a...
1: It's a one-year uh, celebration for them. So that's pretty Cool.
0: And the music will be curated by DJ and percussionists, the dynamic DJ Kato. Um, so again, that's at the vault. They've done a ton of different stuff there. Mm. Kind of an underrated venue in Durham, uh, Beneath the Palace International. Yeah. Um, so you can go to uh, Facebook. Actually, that stuff is up on uh, their Facebook page. You can get all the details for that event. Again, that's Saturday, April 28th. Uh, at 10 p.m. Uh, it's, it's a $5, $5. ticket. Yeah. Um, early bird uh, tickets are available. Um, the price will go up after 11. So get there early mm-hmm. um, and make sure you check out uh, Afropop, again, at the Palace International. And for that, that's our show.
1: Yeah, we did a little different this week. We wanted to give you a little foresight into the fall of, like of, like we said, Mad Clown, Sonny, in our great interview with them. And um, it was also awesome to recap, you know, the show from last night we
0: needed to give that more breathing room Mm -hmm. the shows last night totally so i'm glad we were able to dive into that and look forward to more stuff from cooley high uh soon i don't know when their tour takes off but um you know good luck to those guys again never come down an amazing project so go check that out thanks for listening to the rundown on the runaway podcast network always if you have any questions concerns suggestions hit us up
1: podcasts at runawayclothes.com podcast with an S. We're on the
0: Twitter S. as well. We're all... We are uh, on the Twitter? Uh, yeah. Are we? Is this a, well, not? we are. You oh, and true, I true, true. and, true. Alan and Alex and, and the rest of the podcast crew. Uh, so you can track us down. All those links uh, are up on the site when this goes live. Uh, please subscribe. Uh, pass us along to friends that you think will find it valuable. Uh, if you like the show, leave us a review. A five-star review would be awesome. Uh, and also check out Super Empty. We're actually going to get into a fun uh, conversation with our Ooh. friend Ryan Coca, who is off-site this weekend, <laughs> uh, out traveling the world. We're going to talk about the new J. Cole album. Uh, he has all kinds of feelings about that. All
1: kinds. Very. Uh, he's, he's all over the place.
0: So we're going to try and correct him, uh, <laughs> get him back on the straight and narrow, and... And with that, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening.
1: Latest.